Adam Habib. At this dark hour at the institution, uh, Professor ha- uh, Habib, good afternoon. And good afternoon. It's a really tragic moment for the university and obviously for the students' families. Mm. Uh, we have not had such a difficult moment uh, in a very, very long while. And, and, and how are you holding up? How Have you informed the, the, the mass students there at the institution? How are you dealing with it? Uh, well, today is a public holiday, as you know, so we have sent out a communication to all students and staff. Uh, all our flags at Wits University are the half mass as of today and tomorrow, and will continue for the rest of the week. Uh, I have got a team already in Polakwane, uh, in Mokapane, uh, so that we are there engaging the families. I'm on my own route to Mokapane at this moment. In fact, I'm taking a flight in the next couple of minutes to Polakwane and then driving through. We've been in conversation with the MEC for health in Limpopo, and we already have underway the possibility of transferring a number of students uh, to Charlotte Makeke, uh, possibly tomorrow morning, uh, so that we once we've made transport arrangements. And we are also talking about uh, the very grave uh, uh, post-mortems that need to have to be done. And we're speaking to the uh, Limpopo MEC to ensure that we do that as quickly as possible so that we can return uh, and assist the families uh, that will be grieving at this very, very sad time. Mm, indeed it is. And uh, what is the plan for, for, for this week at least as uh, as you go to Limpopo, come back perhaps, identify the process of uh, identify, uh, identifying these, uh, the, the deceased and, and really, uh, at the same time, it's uh, the, the exam times are starting as well. It's exam times, at least, at the institution. So how are you going to balance all these and also allow the students to grieve as well? So we are going to immediately, as I said to you, we are already uh, at half mass uh, for today and the rest of the week. We will be communicating. We will be providing counseling services and other, other factors that are required. Uh, and obviously, we will be hosting a memorial service. We first want to speak to the families. We want to engage them and come to some kind of agreement where we honor the memories of these young lives that have been snuffed out uh, and that we have an opportunity as a collective with community to grieve. Uh, and that's something that we will be engaging the families in, in the next day or two. Uh, and then we'll obviously announce uh, whatever memorial service that will be hosted uh, at Wits University. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Adam Habib, the Wits University Vice-Chancellor. As you heard there, uh, everything flying half-mast at uh, the institution right now. Seven of the nine uh, people who died there at that accident in Limpopo were from the University of Wits, Stud- uh, uh, yeah, actually, uh, the students there. Let's uh, speak now to Kahiso Motani, who is uh, the spokesperson for the Limpopo Department of Transport, Safety and Liaison. Uh, Mr. Mootane, it's good to be talking to you. Good afternoon. <laughs> it's Mrs. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. My my apologies, Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mootane. All right, Let, let's get on with it. So, uh, the 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 accident that claimed the lives yes. of nine, seven of them, yes. young students from Wits University. At this point, do you know what caused the accident? Yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's sad. We, we had a fatal accident last night where there was a truck that overturned on the road. Mm. Unfortunately, well, the, the, the truck driver 
that truck was towing a trailer, yeah? and the trailer was at the uh, in the middle of the road, and they are still they were still waiting for the breakdown to come and assist. Mm. While still waiting for the breakdown, unfortunately, there comes a minibus uh, transporting our students. They were attending church uh, summer of the ZCC members. They were here in our province at a village called Mulejirakoshimulot. Mm. Unfortunately, the the minibus was flying and then hit the rear of the trailer. Lost control of the minibus, hit a tree, and then it caught fire. Right. Uh, uh, let me. Let me. The 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 minibus was flying as you as you say, so it was speeding. But but also it was the, speeding. The, it was speeding because if 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 it, he was not speeding, remember when you are driving on the N one hmm. and you see something in front of you, truly speaking, you are gonna be able to stop. Even if you you hit it, if you are not you are not speeding. The impact was not going to be like that. Okay. But let's look at the truck, the trailer itself. Was it properly visible? Uh, it, you, both the, of the, them the, were wrong. The, the, trailer, the reflectors were there. The reflective yes. uh, markings. That, that's what I want to ask because, uh, you know, often you see these trucks on our roads, big, big trucks. You can't even, uh, you know, uh, kind of like you tell the distance of the truck. The rear light. The tail lights, they, they are not on. You find that they are not working. You find that that trailer itself, it didn't have the marking so that you, it can reflect to someone who is coming so that they can see that there is something there. We also understand there's, uh, there's another accident today uh, in Limpopo, same stretch of road. What can you tell us about that one? It happened in the early morning, in the early hours, the one of a BMW that... The driver got the tire burst, and the BMW overturned, and then we lost four people. Hmm. What was the cause mm-hmm. of that? It, it, it occurred in Vembe, Vembe district. Okay, and 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 what was the cause there? Speeding again. When I checked, the possible cause is that speeding left got tire burst. Are you, are, we always tell people on air that if you are driving, you are a driver. If you drive hundred, ne? You get the tire burst. There is no way that vehicle can can overturn. Mm. You you will even feel the impact that no something is wrong. But you got the uh, tire burst immediately. The vehicle overturn and kill four people. Obvious that vehicle was. When you check the report, that you got the possible causes: speeding, tire burst, and overturned. But uh, generally, w- w- how was the behavior of uh, motorists and pedestrians also during this uh, long holiday? I'm so disappointed at all of them. You know, truly speaking, I feel like a teacher who is teaching the learners that are failing every year because we are hosting the campaign, our Honorable MEC, we are preaching road safety on a daily basis. Myself, Kahiso, I'm on different radio stations every morning updating motorists about the condition of our roads, about the traffic flow, where, what to be checked. But look, this weekend only, we had 30 accidents and we lost 17 people. 
Thank you very much uh, to Kakhiso Modane, who is the spokesperson for the Department of Transport, Safety and Liaison in uh, Limpopo. We go to the Western Cape now, where we joined on the line by the traffic chief, uh, Kenny Africa. Mr. Africa, good to be talking to you. Good afternoon. Oh, that line is not too great. Let's see if it's going to hold. Uh, the situation in Cape Town, we heard of an accident earlier today, but what can you tell us generally? Well, currently our roads are extremely busy, especially the Saloni spots coming from Vermont, the coastal areas to Cape Town, as well as the bomber-to-bomber traffic, and then also the twitch road, the N1 from Worcester to Cape Town. Also very busy. Bumper All right, Kenny, right. uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call you back. I think the line is is really not too great. Uh, th- there you have it, uh, Kenny. Africa is uh, from uh, the Department of uh, Transport in uh, the Western Cape. We go to KZN now, and uh, I see Gwanele Ngalane is the spokesperson for the Department of uh, Transport in KwaZulu Natal. As we do this roundup of, uh, you know, the, the situation on our roads countrywide this uh, long weekend, the weekend of uh, the April the 27th, of course, uh, and uh, the 1st of uh, uh, May yesterday, which was the, the Workers' Day, of course, extended to today. And Nanani has dropped also uh, the line to the spokesperson of the Department of Transport in Guazu Natal. But let's remind you of our talking point. I see already uh, people are tweeting this one coming from uh, Sihe Mabiga saying that in Perpetua we have we pay a lot in uh, the roads and the uh, living costs are too high. What else or what these etols has assisted with so far? Uh, ask uh, Sihe Mabiga there uh, our talking point today as we ask, should the government scrap etols completely? or enforce the user pay principle, or look at alternative means of financing the 20 billion rand e-tolls here in Gauteng. You can SMS us 34701 to cost you just one rand. Kwanele Nalane, the spokesperson for the Department of Transport in KwaZulu-Natal, you back with us. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bongi, and good afternoon to all the SFM listeners. All right, let's talk about uh, the situation in KwaZulu-Natal this long weekend. What have you observed? Uh, Bongi, as I'm talking to you, just a few minutes ago, uh, we have just arrested the motorbike driver while driving at a speed of 241 uh, in, a, uh, in a zone of uh, 120. Uh, the, that driver has now been taken to police custody, and we are going to be uh, making sure that um, all the necessary processes, including uh, the bail processes, are dealt with. But this is uh, one but, uh, uh, an example of how serious and harsh we are in the province of Kwadmatal in dealing with the transgressions on the road. We are currently experiencing high volumes of traffic as we are currently sitting at uh, 2,200 vehicles uh, an hour that are passing our toll gate, mainly uh, leaving the province of Kwadmatal in Maran Hill and Boy River going up the entry. But uh, obviously from the point of view of our enforcement, we are very satisfied with uh, the amount of dedication and the work that they've put through, and we are optimistic that uh, through their hard work and dedication, we will sustain the downward trend mm. in terms of fatalities and road accidents. You've heard some tragic crashes in the province. I mean, I'm looking at the one that happened in Gwandengezi in, in Moran Hill, uh, another one happening in Escort there where you lost uh, two women mm. in Escort. Uh, two people died in the tragic one at uh, the uh, at Gwandengas in Maran Hill. Just tell us more, you know, uh, about the, the the driver pedestrian behaviour over this long weekend, and and what, what generally did you did you observe? 
Well, our observation is that um, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done in terms of um, making sure that uh, we reach to uh, consciences of individual motorists and individual drivers to take responsibility on the road. Obviously, uh, it concerns us that uh, we've got, um, we have experienced uh, some incidents where lives of people uh, have been lost, but uh, they are in all these incidents, if you analyze them, there are very few where maybe a driver was avoiding something dangerous on the road or maybe the road was slippery, but most of them are true negligence of drivers, but also it is of concern that many of these accidents are happening uh, during the late hours, awkward hours of the day. But obviously, the MEC for Transport in Guadalajara, MEC Ulisunkunu, during the Easter weekend, did launch our campaign, focusing mainly on pedestrians, cyclists, and motorbikes, because we feel that um, they have been contributing to, to the escalation of road accidents in the province, but we are working very hard working with all sectors in the province, making sure that we all play our active role in reducing the scale. I tell you what, I was in Durban on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, and I didn't see a, a great deal of uh, you know, police visibility on the roads. Was this deliberate, or did you really move uh, traffic officers to, to other areas, not necessarily focusing on Durban? Well, the focus was mainly on residential roads. Uh, because we, we, we thought that uh, uh, our experience has taught us that uh, mostly when you've got these holidays, you will have selected days where there will be an influx of, motor, of vehicles on the road, but mainly there is movement that, that is taking place within townships. So that's where our focus has been in terms of uh, enforcing drinking and driving and people driving without uh, driving licenses. But uh, obviously today... Uh, we are back in full force on the highways, as we know that uh, most people will be making their way back from the long weekend. So sure. we are back focusing on the highways, and uh, we, 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 we commend the good work by our traffic officers. But we further urge people to drive cautiously to make sure that we all work together, because the issue of, sa- of road safety is indeed a matter of life, and death. therefore we urge everybody to play their role. All right, we thank you very much. Kwanele Ngalane is the spokesperson for the Department of uh, Transport in uh, KwaZulu-Natal. Staying on the roads, uh, Prarob, oh my goodness, Mall of Africa, N1, going towards uh, that mall, very, very crazy, I can tell you. What's the situation right now? Well, the situation, Boggy, around the Mall of Africa has calmed down a lot. It was bad today, wasn't it? We, we sort of warned last week that, uh, you know, after Thursday's opening uh, and then a sort of chill down on the Friday and Sunday, that uh, today would be the, the day, a public holiday, perfect day for shopping. And, uh, yeah, the shoppers are out and about. But that uh, N1's moving nicely. The off-ramp uh, is, uh, is uh, looking a lot better than it was uh, earlier today as well. But, you know, Allendale Road, probably never going to be the same when you think about that uh, massive retail complex there. Now, uh, on the roads this afternoon, the N4, very heavy through Middleburg. In fact, there's a queue of traffic coming into Middleburg from Vanderfontein and then at Middleburg Plaza because a lot of traffic haven't been released from that fatal crash at Middleburg earlier, uh, all arriving into the plaza. And then uh, just the other side of Emma Flenny as you head through towards Balmoral, uh, Pretoria-bound traffic queued up there as well. Uh, the N1 leaving Limpopo, you know, keep in mind, traffic on Friday night, Saturday morning, was still queuing at those plazas. Uh, 2 a.m. on Saturday morning, it gives you an idea of how much volume uh, went up to Polokwane. Of course, long weekend and a big uh, ZCC event outside to Polokwane as well.
Wales. So all of that traffic turning around. It is heavy coming out of Mokopani on the R101 uh, down towards the M1 and N11. There's also queues just coming through at Nile Plaza. Uh, bigger queues at Kranzkop Plaza. That's heavy. And then really from Hammondskral uh, right through to uh, Pumlani Plaza. Big queues there as well. Uh, queuing up on the N3 at Filiers. Queuing up on the N1 North at uh, Val Plaza. Uh, that's just uh, the big volume of traffic sort of arriving at those plazas and having to wait. Also the uh, N3 just moving through uh, to Gela Plaza onto Funrian and still a bit busy as well. And then into Cape Town this afternoon, the N2 has been queuing Hohook Pass through to uh, Crabo from about 10 o'clock this morning and it still is really busy. If you're coming in from uh, those holiday destinations and arriving back into Cape Town, just coming up to Crabo is slow. The bottom end of Solari's Pass down to Gordon's Bay exit's busy and then a queue of traffic just with the volume moving slowly through uh, Somerset West. Also the N1 just starting to uh, backlog as well if you're coming into uh, Cape Town. Uh, once you get past Powell, just around the sort of Eustonburg area, uh, there's some busy uh, traffic conditions there. Rob Byrne, PM Live, Traffic Watch. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Good afternoon, I'm Brad Brown, and we start with football news. And Mamelodi Sundowns have taken a step closer to claiming this year's Absolute Premiership title, and it could be a third year season in a row where Bidvest Vitz seems uh, to be headed for a trophyless season. This follows their one-all draw against Chipper United this past weekend. Saw Mamelodi Sundowns extend their lead atop to six points with only three games to go. That after they beat outgoing champions Kaiser Chiefs 3-1 on Saturday evening. Chipper took the early lead in the game through Tami Sangweni, but Vitz...